Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land, the Quiche, the Chumash, and the Tongva people, and pay our respects to their elders past and present. Salmon or Dolly, through a great party, we all drank Bacardi, it got kinda gnarly. We're light as a feather, we're tougher than leather. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. Here comes the fear again. The end is near again. You know that lyric? Is that Morrison? No, it's Pulp. Oh, oh yes. The fear. Oh, God. I had the fear last night. Yeah, you had the fear. In the night, I woke up with the fear. The mean reds. Oh, man. It's this feeling of just impending doom and terror. You were terrorized by by someone at a dinner party. I was. I was totally traumatized. I ended up in a conversation with someone who really believed that what America needs is more well-armed militia. Mm. And I got scared, man. I got I did not not of the need for the militia, which she perceived as a response to the government, but more that there's so many people who love guns in this country. It's hard to digest your food when you're having that type of conversation. It's really hard. It's really hard. I wake up in the night just like scared, like about the future. What do you do when you wake up? I mean, you go through that. Uh, I mean, I'm just, yeah. I mean, if you're lucky enough to be able to just get cozy again and watch a Seinfeld, that's that's the that's to me the appropriate amount of anxiety that I'll deal with in the night. But I just... When it takes over and it's just you're rolling around in it and you can't get out of it, you just you just have to wait for the dawn. Totally. But wait it's something I think that also has to do with like there's a different type of terror when you get a little older compared to like the anxiety you have in your 20s or something where it's mixed in with an, a growing understanding of your own mortality. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think that was the Jarvis Cocker thing in the Pulp song, The Fear, oh. that it was like – the fear that comes like when you kind of go, wow, this is my life and these are the choices I've made and there's like a finality to it, you know, there's a realness that I think that gets scarier. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, all different brands in different decades of different types of fears throughout our lives. Totally. I was thinking Goldie the other day, she overheard some clip on the pond. She was like, why do you kind of talk like you're doing a performance? Right. You do that. Do you think I do that? Yeah. I guess I do that. You do yeah. a, like a forward moving. Like a presenter. I act like a presenter or something. She was saying I should be more vulnerable. Oh, Do you well, think I should be more vulnerable? I don't know. I like, I think you, you know, I'm mellow and yeah, yeah, yeah. mellow yellow. And so it's nice that if you're kind of presenting. I know. I kind of like with my music too, though. And just me as a person, I'm private in a certain way. Yes. Like I do, I'm sort of weirdly like I'm extreme because I'm sort of confessional with my work and extremely open. But then in other ways, I'm like, I'm quite hard to access, I guess. I guess I was just reflecting on that with her noticing it. 
Well, it's nice when you perform, um, the audience feels they know what's happening and you're taking care of them because you're you're like an old-fashioned performer. You're performing, right. you know? Yeah, I'm a song and dance man. Steve Martin. Yeah, exactly. I mean, with Steve Martin, I mean, I, but he's a comedic genius. That's the thing. I think like- Well, we're not talking about genius or no genius, but he's probably very different and it's private. We're just more talking about private life versus how you present. Yeah. It's not a competition. No, that's right. But how much of yourself you show in a way. You know, I do think in some ways, like I am very like, I reveal and then I guard myself. Yeah, you know? you've, you've not liked it when I've <laughs> said, and my mom hates, because I, I, I'll reveal stuff in front of people and I've had many kicks under the table from my mother or the look, she gives this like, why'd I look like, what are you talking? You know, I, I'm kind of that very LA just in the first five minutes, just lay out all the dirty laundry. Well, I think that's fine if it's your dirty laundry. <laughs> it just often involves other people and yeah. there's no consent with the infringement on their privacy. Sure, sure. You know. No, I'm try I'm I mean I really am trying not to uh, you know, I mean I don't know that. I don't think I do. At this point in my life, I don't think I do that. Totally. No, you're even more you have more discretion with your own stuff I think now as you. But I have noticed like sharing your work with people you know, I think it's been a learning curve for you to feel the room out and to see if this is the right person to share it with. Yeah, I can be know? a bit like a bit dominating with like I wanting to share a new song or yeah. something. Yeah, like, and it might know, not be it. the right audience. Or, but sometimes I'm a li- I I don't share enough with. I mean, this is. I guess it's funny. Our the, our relationship to our work and personal lives are are different, you know. The way yeah, I was we looking at like I was looking at some video came up on my TikTok of Kanye has just finished a new song and he's like goes into the club and forces them to put it on and it's a whole and I totally relate to that energy where you've been personally obsessed with some mission that you've been on and it feels like the need to declare and look for sure with Kanye there's more of a he probably senses the bubbling demand and curiosity of culture, but still it's equally just dominating, like the need to get in and get a piece of work in people's faces the second you've finished. Yeah. It's kind of like just wanting validation though for like, oh my God, I don't want to lose it. I feel so good about it. Let me see if other people I wonder agree. if that's male and female thing. I hate to say there's a difference with men and women with, but uh, that, I mean, I feel like I've, I need to show my work more aggressively mm. and I feel like I can't I mean it's so I was I was I, I wasn't listening to the Penny Marshall or reading a Penny Marshall memoir but no one's accusing you of it no but I was <laughs> listening to a podcast about it okay. um tr- what's it called glamorous it's the people who used to have celebrity memoir I think oh, yeah. glamorous something Whatever or other but um Penny Marshall two stories about Penny Marshall one <laughs> she would hang out with all these comedians and it was very – she was dating Rob Reiner, I guess, at the time and was hanging with all his friends. And it was very much a tone of, like, the women don't get to talk. The men get to be the funny ones, like, snapping and talking and joking. And it's just changing a little bit now. So what would the women do? Just sit around and, like, well, yeah. look pretty and laugh? And, yeah, or know. just, like – yeah, like, you just feel like you can't – you know, you have to be even more confident than – anyone else in the room like the the confidence a woman needs to to just start joking and joining in 
because of society. It's like you need a lot more. I get you. And then when you're like you and on top of that, the guys are stealing your jokes. Oh, yeah. And getting big laughs with them. I know. It's got to hurt. And yeah, they say that women in the workplace work like twice as hard as men because they feel like they have to because, I don't know. The second Penny Marshall story was about – a Prell ad she did. I don't What's that? Know. What's Prell? Uh, shampoo and okay. Farrah Fawcett. She and Farrah Fawcett were in it, and and the and the idea was like it was working on Penny Marshall's hair, and then Farrah leans out the shower or whatever, and is like, "Would it work on mine too?" The assumption being, does it? It works on you, homely person, but would it work on a hot woman who has like beautiful hot hair as well? Like she just is always cast as like. The miserable best friend. And, oh yeah, and, right. The bridesmaid. Yeah, that's sad. And she didn't like that, or she she was like, okay no, with she, it? who? I mean, no, no, but she. It was a job. I mean, like, no. Would you like that? How homely? I'm being aggressive. What I, would you think if that? I no, would. No, I get it, she, but I'm, but also like, it's always good to be employed. <laughs> Yeah, but well, I don't think you would like that. But I'm just saying, was the point of the story that no, she the was point like of the story was, about the roles she was getting? The or? point of the story is that it was like she couldn't sleep at that night because oh. she felt like sad that she was just only, you know, she she just was sad to be considered homely. Okay, well now but I know I'm pulled, sad for her too. She pulled. She pulled a, dudes. Oh, mad mad pull. The homely puller. She pulled. What? Who did she pull? I don't know. We'd have to look. Come on, give from memory. You must. You're saying that there's an image of someone. Oh, I mean, sure, shoot. Warren Beatty. I'm sure everybody. Yeah. but who um, else? Including my mom, who was who was like on and off with him before Annette Benning, but like up until I was like 18. Wow. She. So you just like come into the house in the morning, and like Warren Beatty would be making no, a sneaky well, coffee. I just remember her coming back. Like she. She had come back and they, for some reason, I think, had done it in his car. But they were like real grown-ups at this point. Is this possibly an example of divulging someone else's information that she wouldn't be comfortable with? (laughs) Well, he wasn't seeing anyone at the time and she wasn't. So what's wrong with that? Look, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying, but it's still, it's not your, well, it is your story in the sense that you. I was there. When she came back, she was like. She looked sheepish. She was very good at keeping her love life away from me and my brother. And she wasn't like, you know, unhealthfully, unhealthfully, unhealthfully. Um, will you look up Penny Marshall's lovers? <laughs> <laughs> Who did Penny Marshall date? Penny Marshall had a brief relationship with Art Garfunkel. Um, he supposedly wrote the song. There was a song about an abortion, and I think that was her. She married Rob Reiner. It's only going to go through her marriages. Oh, it is. It's not going to be her. Who she stirped. Wikipedia yeah. really needs a whole new section. I know. They need the memoir section, not the, like, <laughs> marriage. They're just interested in marriage. We went to a cozy birthday dinner last night in the back room at Moza. Huega? What do you say in da- Dutch? Oh, Huga. Huga. H-Y-G-G-E. I'll never remember that. Huga. Yeah. It's like cozy. Well, that's like, yeah, cozy draped in white sheets, lots of candles. It's a this Danish was a, way of describing like yeah, this was idealized Mozart. Yeah, Mozart. And Nancy Silverton made an appearance. She looked very chic. And you know what? The bread was so amazing. Oh, my God. I mean, I told – it was like a, like a nine-course meal and I – Yeah, I mean, if I knew early. it was going to be too much because we were doing the menu. The bread – 
with the mozzarella the and the burrata, rather, yeah. the darling of the cheese world in the 90s. <laughs> I don't know what the darling of the cheese world is now, but that bread. And then the crispy pizza, the second pizza with um, olives. So good. So, so oh, good. Oh, we've got to go pick some of that up for I know. Mom, Mom was it. looking for um, like a houseless encampment to give the – but Karen Bass sort of placed people in homes. So there's not that many encampments, but they're mm. – well, not under in coal under it's the bridge. It's not that hard to find an no. unhoused community. No, I know, <laughs> I know. I'm just yeah. saying they didn't find one in Hollywood. Yeah. But that was a good excuse for keeping those Mozart leftovers. Look, Karen Bass cleaned up the city too well. I know. No, but um, no. I I'm I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, there are a lot, but uh, maybe two less than there were. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we we have. I wanted that. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of meals I wanted. I'll and have some that, pizza. What was again. that amazing dessert? The um, yes. butterscotch with caramel, yummy mousse. I mean, things. I was lo- so pe- eating that thinking, this who makes this? It's like such an ordeal. I know, and how delicious. I know. It's a it's a sadomasochist. It's someone like a suck of a punishment. I think bakers and dessert chefs and stuff. It's like the attention to detail, but it's it's art to them. It's like crafting and art, and you know, I think it's Kate, my kid used to bake i think really i really good at that yeah stuff. and yeah. very yeah cuz it's a little more uh you have to be really on point with the you know every not everybody knows but savory food you can be a little more <clears throat> you know slap it slap it together Totally, Creative, totally. But baking, Cover your ass a little more with you baking, can just like you, have you to can time you can fake it. it a bit more with you can't fake it, cooking, yeah. but you can bake it. Ooh, true. That's gonna make sense. <laughs> you can't fake it if you bake it, right? Yeah, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> Cannot be done. Impossible to be done. Together we're weirder. We're weirder together. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. We I, went over to our friend Dyes. Yeah, and it was night. so nice. She was looking at me. I'm I'm funny because I'm I look sort of like girly, feminine. What I'm very femme, right? I would say so. Yes. What is it? Angels and witches? What was that like thing on memes or something? What that, are you an angel or a witch? Yeah, or something. There, Malik hmm. was talking about it. Not sure. Anyway, I think I'm the feminine type. A little witchy though. Anyway, sorry. I'm gonna pull it together. I'm when I'm so I have certain friends who are very, very feminine. They do makeup. They right. do skincare routines, hair. I don't do that. Like I've relied. We we sort of broke it down that it's partly because I re, I've always been confident about my face that I give good face facial confidence. Yes. So I I don't I never really felt I had to overly like worry so much. Although I had rosacea and stuff, and at times I felt like I, when I plucked my eyebrows out in the 90s, whatever. But also information was not as available as it is now. Like to learn to do makeup used to be a much harder thing. Like now there's like all the YouTube and TikTok tutorials. Yeah. So as we're eating, Diane like starts putting Bobby Brown balm, some balm on, which is 
amazing because it's the right kind of dewy and da 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 da. And then she just said, "Can I do your face?" And then she said, "You're like me. We both have aging skin or something." <laughs> but but um anyway, but she did my makeup and it looked so good. Took a photo with a cat. Instagram yeah. gold, grid gold, grid gold. But um, it, it was really nice. And then we, it was like, then I ended up buying some makeup That's online. the thing. Dye is such a good salesperson too. Like you, I'm happy though about what I bought. You're going to end up dropping a couple hundred bucks or something on some Listen, website. Listen, but she said, with- <laughs> wash your face for one minute. And I think it's right because you and I did a photo shoot. I've, I've sort of avoided scrubbing too much because my skin is sensitive right. and all those years of rosacea that I do wash it. But I'm more concerned with moisturizing because I'm so dry. Anyway, but we did a photo shoot and we had silver paint on our face. And by the time I scrubbed that off, my skin, it was like a free exfoliation facial. It was like my skin, I don't need any of these dermabrasia things because that just scrubbing for a really long time right. actually so have you been good. Do, since that, have you been scrubbing your yeah, face? Yeah, I've been night. doing, wow. I don't know if it was a full minute, but but instead of just sort of, you know, getting the makeup off and I've I've been really going going at it. I'm in like two minds. Like I've gone through phases of looking after my skin, like where I've been kind of for a man, like relatively proactive of having like a cleanser or a toner and a moisturizer or something and doing it like religiously. And then other times I'm like soap and water when I need to, we're all good. And you know, the way guys always wash their faces like really aggressively, (laughs) like to let you know they're not homosexual. (laughs) <laughs> it's like a very weird thing that men oh, have like, right. if you were to be tender with your own face, you would be displaying some kind of femininity or something. It's so weird. I mean, I guess people have been harassed for so long, but the fear. Self-care is for girls. I mean, all, yeah. And also the, like, I remember the earrings when I was a kid, if a man had an earring, it had to be on the left ear or else the right indicated you were gay. Is it still that or is it mixed? Is it a bit now? I think it's, Yeah. It's not. We've moved on as a society. Yeah. Where yeah. would you get a, a, a if you had to get a- um, An earring? Yeah. Which part? I mean, I almost got an earring once when Goldie was getting her ear pierced. I just sort of thought, I could do one, yeah. just a little gold hoop. Your mom would not be happy. Or something Wait, like a gold that. hoop is very piratey. No, not a big hoop, like a tiny little. That's cute. Like, you know, just like a little, what do you call them? Huggies. <laughs> I think like a stud would be cool. A stud. Okay. I thought of a stud was a little more flamboyant because that's like what a diamond or something. I think you should get, what is it called? A Prince Philip? A Prince Albert. Oh, uh, Prince Albert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting anything pierced south of the belt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that. But you never did nose, belly button. You've just no, done my ears. brother did yeah. belly button, which is hysterical when he was dating Gwyneth Paltrow. And she, Gwyneth was like not keen. Yeah. Also, so what? He showed hysterical. up with it. He showed up with the piercing. Yeah. And they were getting intimate. And Gwyneth was just like, what is she this? She just gonna? wasn't into it. Yeah. But I think that. Um, did he take it out or did he, did he convince her? I think he took it out because also. Well, I don't know. His just seemed like it wasn't infected, which right. is kind of amazing. But he probably took it out because those ones are hard to keep clean and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know any other man that's so my brother, and I admire him for that. Like to, men usually don't get belly button piercings. To get a little belly ring. But uh, I dated someone who had tongue and nipples, I believe. That's a woman. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. Yeah. No, a woman can pull that off. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the lesbian community, you can get away with a few more. 
It so piercings, depends, you know? like, yeah. who the person is, right? Yeah. You know? At what point, though, you know those people who are, like, the piercing looks good on them? Piercing looks good like on them. Like, a piercing them. looks good on them, right? You know, there's certain people who piercing just really looks good on. I guess. Um, <laughs> I think you were just saying that. Like, it depends oh, on the no, person. Oh, no, yeah. I guess you're right. Yes. I guess I was just thinking, for example, I met this woman who had, she looked cool with piercings, but I was just trying to imagine her without any, and I was thinking she would also look good with none. Yeah, because there is part of it that you picture someone as a baby, and you're just like, I wouldn't want to see that baby getting pierced or tattooed. But little kids, it's sort of very white to just not, like you didn't, like a lot of white people won't let their kids get their ears pierced till they're like, 11 or right. 8. But little babies somewhere get earrings yeah, when they're India like and stuff, yeah. little newborns. No, even. that's true. That's true. I was determined to get my ears pierced at 3. Wow. It was crazy. I don't know why, but I I was lo- I was so into girly. Was it cuz from princesses they had earrings or something? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Those little Barbies with those little yeah. holes in their ears. Um I was so into girly. Yeah. And then I got tomboyish. And then I, I don't know what I got. I, I really go back and forth. Yeah. You, I love it. Switching. Yeah, you're pretty well balanced Bottoms these and days. tops. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to have a dance party. You're in the mood? I'm in the mood. Got some screeners. Oh, yeah. What are we going to watch? What screeners? Well, I want to see May, July. No, what's it May, called? May, September. It's May, on Se- Netflix. You okay. And then, that. of course. Dream so- scenario. Dream scenario. I was going to call that. it dark scenario. Dream scenario. And oh, my brother was telling me about that movie with on um, Julie Julia Roberts. That's oh, that's the one that Obama produced. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obama and Michelle. I've been seeing produced. that on TikTok. Yeah. How are you finding sitting? We're sitting in chairs without our table today. Is it changing your experience of potting? Yeah. How but is I like it? it? How does it feel? Um, I feel good. I feel like I like my. I feel like I'm. And I'm looking at your posture. I'm like my posture. I feel like. Rock and roll, like starting to look at rock and rollers with bad posture from when I was like 9, 10, 11 years old, like just yeah. doomed my posture. Lighting, timing, posture. I know posture feels like you're trying to be uptight. Like I, I think you're. it's like for me, I've had this thought, oh, people are going to think I'm snooty or whatever that word is. Is that a – Yeah, I snooty. I don't yeah. love that word. Yeah, no. Like snobby. Yeah. Snobby is a better word, yeah. Um, yeah, the, and also when I got boobs, I started caving down because I was I was always afraid of being looked at sexually. Right, you didn't want to go tatas forward. No, you didn't want to lead. I didn't want to lead yeah. with the bullet bra. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to kind of hide them. Yeah, I just remember starting to like I don't know. I remember in like seventh grade, like looking at like Kurt Cobain and everyone just like slouched over and, looked and how cool. well they looked cool, but they were also telegraphing that they were conflicted about their presence in whatever I was looking, whether it was on the cover of Rolling Stone or at the MTV Awards. And there was something in the posture that was saying, I'm here, but I'm not. I'm successful, but I'm not. Yeah. Like it was a real – and it was interesting that it's like – It's not like the Beatles who are like – That's right. Yeah, at it was, first, they were like bopping and standing up straight and – Yeah, it was a way of like almost like withholding intimacy – from the media and from the audience. Yeah, and for me I think it's about diminishing like don't look at me. But if you have yeah, good yeah, yeah. posture, you're more like 
you know, you're sort of, you are kind of drawing attention to yourself, right? Or maybe not. Well, yeah, it's like that thing with power. What are the power poses? Remember, like people get into that, they're like standing up straight. Let's get back into them. Or reading posture, reading signs, remember, like if they're- What do you mean, body language? Yeah, body language. Like if they're rubbing their back, that means you're- your pain, a pain in the ass to them or whatever. <laughs> like, cause they're. Oh, wow. That's, that's pretty literal. Yeah. Like, if someone's like talking to you and they're rubbing their neck, it's not a good sign. Huh. You're like a pain in the neck to them. Yeah. Or it is literal, yeah. but it's also, uh, I don't even know. It's yeah. just like funny. You can tell a lot. I'm going to study people's posture today. There is, and there is that thing, you know, do you remember we were, I forget we were listening to like Alison Williams or someone on a podcast saying before she went in for her like girls audition, she did like power poses in Amazing. the bathroom or something. Oh and yeah, then, I used to do right? stuff. I did that before auditions. Oh, you when, did it. Okay, No, right. no, I'm not no, saying, okay. I'm sure she did too. No, I'm just saying. So what would you do? So you go into funny. a bathroom and what? Just like stand up straight, stretch your arms in the air. There was and- like a certain pose that you would do before to get like look in the mirror in the bathroom before the audition, and you're like standing in a stance, and it's like giving you this power. Well, it's like you're taking up as much space as possible, so you're feeling entitled to take up that space. I had you're someone proud on of your energy. On another note, sort of someone that we know, she's been sending me a lot of memes. You know, in my DMs or whatever, not memes, but she sent a teal swan thing. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you know. And I wrote back, I saw a documentary taking her down, but then I was like, wait, was I fed? Um, oh, you think you got misinformation? Maybe teal swan's great. Uh, yeah, no, I not right. I don't know anyway. Well, I don't, look, I think for people like us who have been through the ringer with gurus, yeah. they're a little. I can't. And also, I feel like, don't you know that I'm anti-guru right now? But who would know that? Yeah. So I felt sort of personally like this person doesn't know me right. if they think I want that shit. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, look, it's no one else's. That's part of being an adult with boundaries. I think I'll make it's a No one else's need to take care of you. I don't yeah. want cult. I don't want your gurus. I don't want your gurus. I know. They're, I'm like John Lennon. They're a pain in the ass. What's that song? Is that song sort of about no gurus, right? They, I don't believe in Zimmerman. That yeah. one. Oh my God, that's so I weird. just believe in. This is the craziest turnaround ever when he's like, I just believe in me, Yoko, and me. That's a crazy line. Because he's like, I'm just into it. Well, because you're so on board with him up to that point when I he goes, know. like, I just believe in me, and we can all relate. And he's like, Yoko and me. I was like, I wonder if that was an afterthought. Oh, I love that he, he included like, Yoko, though, no? Yeah, but it's like. I don't know. It's weird. I find that to be like, I found that, I always found that to be a little weird. I mean, I love their relationship and I love their love. But also, I don't know, was, was, was he so great with her or was, you know, he must have been hard to be with. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm, I'm sure, sure he was, was good, with, yeah. but like, I don't wonder if he was throwing her a bone because he was like, I've been in such a pain in the ass. I better, it was like a nice thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. It actually came across to me as like a super, man kind of like just adding on. Oh, okay. It was like, it. it didn't feel- It wasn't like direct. Like the point of the song is tearing down sacred cows, mm. right? I yeah. don't believe in this. I don't want that. I don't want it. I don't want it. And then where it lands on, I'm going to listen to myself. I'm going to be my own guru. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. But then what do you need to add? You need to make your marriage into another form of- Identity, but but our yeah. I mean, I do have to say, like, when our relationship is grounded and settled, and we're doing well, it yeah. does feel kind of like a base. But it's also good to tolerate if our we're having a difficulty that you can still be present to the world and not 
obsess like, oh right. no, Ben and I are not in a good space and your whole world is falling apart. But it is nice when, I mean, I guess I'm talking about a couple of different things, but it is nice when we are in a good space. And I do believe in, uh, you know, whatever, like our relationship. But yeah, it's sort of confusing. It's like, it does It's weird feel- to put your own relationship sure, as sure. a non-negotiable at the center of your identity. Yeah, yeah. Because basically even within a marriage, a great marriage, there has to be a negotiation for independence. Well, it's of sort of saying people. like she's the guru to him or the or marriage. Or the marriage is the guru to him. Right. It just felt like a little bit, like at that point, he, he it sort of felt like he backtracked. Like he actually freed his mind. But then he kind of it felt like he sort of entrapped it in another form of identity. Yeah. I guess that's what. Yeah. That's that's why it rubs me slightly the wrong way. Because you should be able to say, I believe in me. And that includes the person you choose to be with, that you fall in love with, that you're kind to, that you're attracted to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. But ultimately, belief in yourself should be the mm-hmm. final landing spot of that journey away from false idols. Yes, if you're talking about false idols. Yeah, because I bounced for. I would do that. I would bounce from one fantasy to another. Yeah, I think a lot of people do that. Yeah, in romantic lives or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you just you you you, you know it looks different, but and so you think it's different, but exactly. it's really same 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 same, babe. Um, I wanted to end the episode by sharing the Adam Green song that I recorded for the tribute album, Moping in Style. Adam is an amazing songwriter. He was in the Moldy Peaches, and I first met him years ago. Him and Kimya came up and introduced themselves. I think it was a Daniel Johnston show or a Frogs show at the Knitting Factory and came up and said, hey, we're the Moldy Peaches. We have a song about you. And they gave me their seven inch, which had I wish I was Benley on it. And um. Anyway, we've been friends for years and he asked me to record a song on this tribute album. And I got to do Dreidels of Fire, which is this just like amazingly bizarre, twisted Hanukkah song, which is so good. And it's so good right now to like do, I don't know, a, a Jewish song that's funny and light. Yeah, and, I've been, you know. have, yeah, I've been conflicted and feeling like, it's I just funny. I've, I've just been confused. What's well, funny when everyone else in the world is making a bigger deal of being Jewish too, it makes you feel like everything, a little thing you do is like taking some kind of stand. Yeah. Which it needn't be. Yeah. It all got put in one cauldron. Yeah. So yes, I um, think the holidays, it's so funny that I am often home for the holidays, but I'm home where I live. It's not like I go to another state. And I always think I'm going to avoid any family issues that come up because it's the holidays and I'm just still home and it's not like I've gone, I live around the corner from my mother, you know, Baruch Hashem. (laughs) And um, so, but it still brings up a lot. Oh yeah. And you know, you can't, you know, I just keep thinking I'll avoid it, but it's funny. There's like the pressure of the holidays brings up a lot. Totally. So beautiful babies, wherever you are. Uh, I'm sure a lot's coming up for you all. Yeah. Whether you're home, home or, but, uh, away from home, but I do. Um, I la- I do find it cozy. It is cozy, except our fireplace is like smoky, which is not fun. Thanks for tuning in, beautiful babies. Thanks, beautiful babies. This is uh, myself with Joe Wong producing. Uh, shout out of fire. to Joe Shout Wong. out to Joe Wong. Shout out to Adam Green, and shout out to you, beautiful babies. Mwah.
when Judah and the Maccabees reclaimed the second temple, they lit the menorah using all the oil that they had. Now, get this. There was only enough oil technically for one night, but that menorah burned for eight nights straight. How the fuck do you explain that shit? How the fuck do you explain that shit? It was the greatest miracle of all time. I mean, I know there was a talking burning bush and God parted the Red Sea, but we're talking about one night's worth of oil burning for eight nights straight. How the fuck do you explain that shit? How the fuck do you explain that shit? How the fuck do you explain that shit? Dreidels of fire spun a dreidel with my love. She took half, she gave me none. I bet she really cares about Hanukkah, yeah. Dreidels of fire. I'm not a rich man, but I got some guilt. I'm feeling handsome like Judah felt But Hanukkah, she hurt me when she gimbled me again Dreidels of fire, yeah turned my festival of lights into a festival of pain. If you need me, I'll be spinning my dreidel in a corkscrew motion in a dark expanse. Dreidels of fire, yeah.